What's up, everybody? We back again. It's the Rogue Ones podcast here for another episode. You know yes, who sir. it is. You're a host for the day. B. Robin the Bank, straight out yes, of St. Louis. Hoodie Chris. Josiah the Browns. We back What's again up? for another week. Another yes, week. Start of season three. How's everybody feeling today? Hey, we. I'm good, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I can't. Blessings. It's Just, about time. We've been waiting for season three for way too long. The people need it. Uh, I, I feel like you getting married was part of the hold up. Huh? Hmm? That was a special Boy, detour. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, we need an update, bro. You still in love? <laughs> yes, I'm still in love. That, that doesn't just go away. It does. <laughs> Dr. Dre, the Dr. Dre situation. This man was married to his wife for like 25 years, and she finally was like, "Uh, no, sir." <laughs> Look, man, I'm not even married yet. We just on the path to happiness. That's all. I'm happy for you, Josiah. I'm well, glad you know. he's he's not people. He's not. Just so hating his voice right now. I feel Brandon, it. Give me something positive today to talk about. Hey, hey, we gonna we gonna we gonna come off clean, bro. Let's talk about the NBA as we know it now, bro. The NBA. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't nothing to positive to talk about in my opinion, but I, I got something positive to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Could do. Bro. You want to start from opening night? Wrap up these regular season games, bro. We don't care about them no more, bro. First off, before we even dive into this, can we all agree that the Pelicans do not belong down in the bubble? We can. <laughs> they got to go. Two they games. had to hype it up, bro. They, they had to give Zion a quote-unquote chance. You had two games. I'm tired of them doing it. Zion only got like 15 minutes in the first game. And True. then they got blown out in the second game by the Clippers. Yes, they did. Josiah, uh, Josiah. S- sir, sir, sir. Josiah. We blew them out. That's all they need to know. But the Clippers, <laughs> unlike the Pelicans, you know, the Clippers deserve to be there. That's all I got to say. Mm, they deserve that L that they took the bronze. Hey, hey, hey. How come all that down? You act like you blew us out. Mm, it was a barely a win. None of this until the, until the playoffs start, bro. When the playoffs start, then we can start talking trash. Barely a win is still a win. Man, I'm with Brandon on this, though. I think we just need to go straight to playoffs. Yeah, I, we understand the precautions around these eight games, though. And mainly just to get everyone warmed up and stuff. And they were trying to give Zion a chance to get into the playoffs, but that's clearly not going. That's happen. not happening. So I'm just yeah. trying to see what Dame time. I'm just trying to see what Dame time finna do, bro. He gonna finna clear somebody out. He might not win, but he gonna clear somebody out. That's the world. I mean, he'll be seeing the Lakers in the first round if you make it. Mm. Hey, he'll take care of it. Will he? They got it, bro. They got it. Got like I said, if we see the Trailblazers in the first round, I definitely think they'll get the uh, first game. Definitely yeah. win game one. If we make adjustments in game two, I think we can finish them in five. But if not, I'd see it going like six at the most. I don't see it going seven at all. Uh, anyway, talking about the bubble situation, Josiah, with your boy. What's going on with your Clippers, man? They've been in the news a couple times, you know, these last couple weeks. You got players stopping by Magic City on their way back to the bubble. Look, I'm going to need y'all to leave Lou alone, y'all. He was grieving, <laughs> so he had to go get some food. What, what is wrong with this man eating, doing some grievance? What was wrong with that? <laughs> Listen, he got the perfect alibi in being that they're actually called like the Lou Will, like wings or something like that. Like they're actually named after him. So he had a a perfect alibi, like, yeah, I was there to get the food that's named after me. That makes perfect sense. But you would never catch one of my Lakers at a strip club during this time of pandemic He went because he just needed to get some things off his mind. Pandemic-y? He's a family member. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Making my words on the spot. This man just made up a word. If y'all get a chance, go ahead and Google it. See if that's a real Pandemic word. Pandemic season. Pandemic season. And it, it is definitely not, but we gonna make it one hey, in the Christian hey, in the Christian dictionary, in the, in the hoodie Christian dictionary, the hoodie Christian dictionary, the Christian. During this time, during this time, all I know is that me and my Lakers were taking all the precautions necessary to fight this virus and to be safe so that we can play the game of basketball that we love. Your Clippers, however, are trying to mess that up for everybody. What's Josiah, the not on the wearing a mask? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? <laughs> that man don't even believe in health. Like that man is stripping. Listen, everyone has a right to an opinion, okay? We also have a right for him to put on his mask. Talk about health issues. Mm-hmm. At least he's hey, honest about his man like I'm Lou Will. Tell Two him, girls, they get along like I'm Lou Will. Tell him. Like I'm Lou Will. <laughs> I just got a new deal. Lou Will needs to get in the bubble. Lou Will needs to get back in the bubble so he can get back. Look, he's going to be there. Just, just give him a chance. We don't need him right now. When we need him, he'll show up. Either way, more serious note about the bubble. Bro, y'all definitely, the Clippers definitely need him. That's I think right now, right now, not right now, not right now. Mm. <laughs> All right, Lakers part two. Okay, right. okay. okay. <laughs> more of the story. Okay. We already know opening night how that went. <laughs> it actually, this presentation has been better than I thought it was going to be. Like I was watching the Celtics oh, game, the Celtics and Trailblazers game today felt like an actual playoff game today. The crowd noise was amazing. Whatever added noise they brought in was amazing. Like it felt legit. It felt real legit. Did y'all see Paul Pierce in the crowd? Yeah, he was yeah. upset when they lost the twenty point lead. <laughs> <laughs> like he wanted them the same thing. LOL. Anyway. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> but anyway, the presentation has been real good. I think the only bad part about it is the teams that's like who fans aren't necessarily like as great as probably like the higher end teams, and they fans might not show up into the virtual like fan bubble or whatever. But then in that case, I can see the gym being pretty dead. But like the teams like the Celtics, the Lakers, OKC, uh, even Trailblazers. Like really, some, like, really like the true playoff teams, or like the ones you know they're actually the good games. Mm-hmm. So y'all think like because I know have y'all been watching how the WWE been doing things? Like they they been have like a bubble situation, like they be having like a crowd still, but like limited fans. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll start inviting people as like the playoffs start going on? Uh, of course, they'll have to wear a mask. Of course, are required, but yeah. they just behind like you know the the same stuff that clerks are behind at the at your local grocery store. Well, after the first round, they said they were going to let players, uh, families start coming down, family members can start coming down into the bubble as more teams start to leave the bubble. Then, like more outside people, they'll start letting in. Well, important outside people, of course. Right, right. Yeah. Relevant to the they team, at least. Yeah, they don't plan to just have like an empty gym at some point in the playoffs. Like they don't, they plan to fill it up in some capacity. Yeah, and I think that's okay. As long as they like throwing it up with like, you know, people actually relevant to the players or the team, I think that should be okay. It shouldn't be too much mm-hmm. of a difference between that now and later. So but uh, more story on opening night, we already know, like I said, Pelicans blew their chance against the Jazz, lost by two points. Clippers blew their chance against the Lakers. Uh my boy Brian sat them down real quick. Just hit him. Yeah, you know what I said. Anyway, <laughs> second night. The reigning MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo, showed up and showed out with his 36-15-7. The San Antonio Spurs also defeated the Kings. Actually, uh, De'Aaron Fox actually had a career high that game. He had like 39 points. Shout out to him. 
Uh, the Rockets actually beat the Mavericks 153 to 149. Definitely shouldn't have won that game, but that happened. Luca, how do we feel about this, like, <laughs> this super offense that the Rockets got going on? And apparently the Mavericks got going on, too, because the stat that we heard last week was how the Mavericks offense is ranked. I can't remember the exact placing, but it was somewhere like top 10 all time in like offensive efficiency. <laughs> And that's that, like, blew me, Josiah, and pretty much all of us away. So how do y'all feel about these two two teams necessarily? The Rockets? The Rockets and the Mavericks. I love the Rockets, bro. <laughs> I love the I, I like Harden. I like I like Westbrook has been my favorite player in the league for a very long time, but I just haven't put it on wax. But so that's kind of my bias is kind of aimed towards the Rockets regardless. I don't care about the Mavericks at all. Like, I think Luka's good. But like, uh, is Porzingis performing real good? He, he I have actually not is. He's been playing a lot of center for them, which is odd, which is very, very odd. Mm. But yeah, he's actually been doing pretty good. He was actually like, I would say he was playing better than Luca at least uh, against the Rockets, at least to me. Bro, who is the point guard? Luca? Question mark. Luca? Luca's the point guard. <laughs> Luca Seth, See. I don't know. See, yeah, let's Seth go around the mid. So oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Has been played for every like bottom of the barrel contender <laughs> since he got in the league. <laughs> but he's been valuable to every team he's been on. He's been valuable until sure. like the bubble. <laughs> what? What? He has some nice games. And I guess the Rockets. Come on, man. What? What? They dropped one forty nine. Come on, man. Come on, man. Exactly. He on, did man. that. He was nowhere he to be found when they needed him. Everybody had off game. Yeah, I see. That bro. was his. With that being said, bro, I kind of want to turn the tables a little bit, and I'm, I'm having a one on one with Josiah. Mm. I just want to thank you for. Uh, Lending us Jamal Adams for the rest of his career. Um, he did great services with y'all, but you know y'all front office wasn't really wasn't really rocking with him like that. Y'all locked him out on his first his first what's his second year in the league. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to thank you for this departing gift and his arrival to Seattle. Uh, you gave us a future Hall of Famer for sure, and I thank you just for all of all of y'all, all everything that y'all did, everything that y'all didn't do, just to lead him to this point. I'd also like to thank y'all thank too you. for uh, giving two first rounds and a third and a player for a safety. That's never been done. <laughs> That's mm. never ever been done. So I appreciate that. Jamal has a place in my heart hey, always. Y'all know I love defensive players. He always has a place in my heart, but yeah, that man had to go. He had to go immediately. So thank you, thank you, y'all. Yeah, because y'all, y'all was the problem, bro. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Just let this be honest. Just be honest with the people. Now, now, now that me and Josiah had uh, you know, our back and forth, uh, Chris, do you mind uh, interpreting? Uh, honestly, both of y'all organizations are the problems in y'all, in y'all fans. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> the Seahawks has been terrible to Russell Wilson, and the Jets are Our quarterback is a man of God. <laughs> he is a man of God. Russell Wilson, what was he on the uh, top 100? Like, B- number two. Two? Two, yeah. He'll be number two on the top 100, I 100% agree with. And now, honestly, I kind of wanted him to be number one, if, I, if I'm being frank with you. Of course. But I, I couldn't hold him more like that. But him being number two, I understand. But the Seahawks have been peddling Russell Wilson, bro. Without Russell Wilson, y'all be in the dumpster by now. Bro, this man has to take 80 Advils for his back pain because he carries the team every game. <laughs> every game. Y'all need to give that man some help out there. Namely, online. 
Bro, they don't know how we don't do lines no more, bro. We stopped. We stopped lying ever since we won the, won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Dude, don't believe it no more. Like, you know what? We got a great defense. Who are you lying for? And it's been like that for the past what they won twenty thirteen. It's been like that for the past seven years. So <laughs> if it ain't broke, fix it. It's definitely broke, but it's working. Not gonna fix it. It's working. Let it go. Let it go. Look, man. Are we so I, I ain't gonna okay. I'm not gonna ask y'all for like y'all fantasy selections because like we're all in the, in the league together. But like, who are some like I guess some names that are like underachievers that you like might be looking at that everybody some people might not find out. Mm, you're making me uncomfortable here, Brandon. Why you asking? Right. Like, I'm, right I'm getting my pen and pad ready so I can take them first, nigga. <laughs> Just how you go first, I don't trust. Oh, so you just try to throw this just, 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 just drop, Okay, just drop one jewel. Like, of course, we got to draft like 12 people. So just draft, just give me one jewel that is like, all right, this is going to be the one. If I'm being honest, uh, I'm not sure if this guy's going to be the one, but I definitely think his season is going to be uh better than it was last season. Well, two guys, one of them, like, he's not going to go late in the draft. He's really going to go high. Uh, I think Alvin Kamara is going to have a better season than he had last year. He's His his uh stock is really high on the on the mock draft scale, so like, yeah, so obviously you're not the only one that thinks that. So like, why though? Because the thing about last year was the production was there, but the touchdowns weren't. So he could get over a hundred yards either receiving or rushing, but he'll end the game with zero touchdowns. So like, how you know how fantasy points go? If you got over a hundred yards, that's pretty much only ten fantasy points. You know what I mean? Whereas the year before, he was putting up anywhere from twenty to thirty a game in fantasy because he was scoring touchdowns along with his production. So if he get those same amount if he get those same amount of looks, it's it's pretty hard to say that he's not gonna score the ball this year just because how how bad last year went, it's gonna have to be in Drew Brees' mind somewhere like we gotta get this guy going or whatever. So does that does that mean uh Michael Thomas's production might be limited now or lessened? No, I feel like Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara both have standalone value just because they play two different positions and they both get high volume looks at both of those positions. So whereas with Alvin Kamara's situation, they do run the ball a lot and they even got Latavius Murray, but he can also tra- he can also transition into the passing game too. So if we're if he's not getting his yards on the ground, he's gonna get them in the air. Michael Thomas is always gonna be a top target for Drew Brees no matter what. And if your second target is your running back, yeah, both of them both have standalone value. That's fair. I can agree with him with that. Uh, Definitely looking up over there. Right. Yeah, so just like who you got, bro. I'm gonna do a little wild one since the people love to hear some wild things. I'm gonna go with Todd Gurley. Let me tell you why. Normally, every other year, interesting, Todd Gurley can be good. So we have we already can say. But the thing is, you know, when you look at the Rams. People feared Todd Gurley. They didn't really fear nobody else in the Rams. They definitely didn't fear their quarterback. But when you look at the Falcons, people fear Julio Jones. And if that man's getting targeted a whole bunch, that's going to open up some run game for Todd Gurley. So I think he's going to have a little bit less of a workload over there. So it might be a little bit I easier. almost forgot how Gurley got traded. Exactly. I, I think a lot of people did. They just wrote him off after the Rams let him go. So, I mean, yeah. I think he has a, uh, a good chance of, you know, having a comeback year this year. 
I, I, I don't think his season would be. I mean, his season wasn't even necessarily bad last year. It was just not. It wasn't Todd Gurley. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Todd Gurley. But I definitely think it'll be uh, a notch above last because what Devontae Freeman's not there no more. Yeah, it's just Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely do for a good season. Another player I think yeah. he do for a good one is uh, David Montgomery for the Bears. I think he's due for uh, a better season this year. See, the Bears have him here like. Why? But that, but that's the, as bad as they were last year. Like you can't be that bad two years in a row, bro. You cannot be that bad. Long Trubisky is there. It just scares me. He's just a scary guy to me to be starting. But the thing is, they got Nick Foles now. So as long as Nick Foles starting, I give more face to that. What you just said with uh, David Montgomery. But until I actually know who's starting at quarterback, I don't know, bro. It all scares well, Trubisky, me. I think I think Trubisky has a winning record as a starter. Yeah. If he does, I'd be, do I'd be surprised. Yeah, I think they actually do have a winning record with Trubisky. That is, Whatever. that's honest. It was just last year. <laughs> I'm saying last year was just such a bad year for that offense. Like even the defense was still good. The offense just yeah, that year was just bad for them. Period. Trubisky had a bad year last year, so it's hard to be that bad twice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I give it to you. I give it to you. It's hard to be that bad. So if they can get some semblance of some identity, David Montgomery, everybody on that offense should have a better season. If they can just somewhat get their act together, it don't even have to be a grand leap, but they definitely are due for some type of leap this year. Well, while we talking about these gems, I want to hear what Brandon has to say since we're over here giving up the keys to life for fantasy for people. All right. Brandon? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I definitely need me uh, a member of that Cardinals offense for sure. Just anybody? Um, no, I mean, because, I mean, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is going early and Kyler Murray is probably going, like, you know, early for a quarterback. But I'm going to need to see what Keon Drake's doing, bro. I'm going to need to see see what's cracking with Keon. He's definitely the bell cow. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't know how high I would take Kenyon Drake, though. I mean, I That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's not going to be my first, first pick, but sixth round come around, he's still there. What's up? The only thing that kind of turns me off to someone like Kenyon Drake is uh, it's not so much him getting injured. It's just if he were to get injured, you already know whatever running back they put back there next, which most likely is going to be Chase Edmonds. He's going to eat. So. I just, if that happens again and Chase Edmonds start balling again, uh, does King and Kenyon Drake comes back from injury? Does he come back as the lead back, or do they switch to a split and carries type of deal? Sounds know. like the same it's issue with right the 49ers, where he the, he must take over. And like Kenyon Drake just arrived, so it's hard for me to like fully sell myself on Kenyon Drake just because I mean everybody's bad in Miami, and he was good for the Cardinals last year. Yeah, but I don't know. I, uh, I'm just cool on it for this year. I'm gonna have to just sit back and watch. If I miss out, I miss out this year. <laughs> I definitely feel that because I don't know how high I would take him either. I'd say maybe around like fourth, third at highest. It, it just seems too much of a risk. I'm not really a risk taker like that. I want some definites. We know that we know they're going to run the ball for sure. But they got to. Yeah, they got to. We, how much are we expecting to run the ball now that DeAndre's there? How many passing targets is the running back going to get now? And this? enough, just enough. Too <laughs> <laughs> many questions. Also, uh. Well, this uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I know he probably wasn't going too low in uh, many fantasy drafts as it was, but picking him up higher would probably be a good thing too now that Damian Williams has opted out. Next coming of Kareem Hunt on the way. <laughs> well, on the Chiefs offense, it's a lot easier to be a Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Andy Reid out there, he'll make somebody into something. Literally anybody. 
So yeah, I think he'll definitely be a solid pickup because I don't trust who who are the other two running backs? Dark is Dark Thompson a running back or he a wide receiver? He's a running back. He was their running back. That Darrell Williams, do they still have him? I think so. I think he's still back there somewhere. Yeah, what Danny Williams opting out, it was Liz going to be the, the workhorse. But once again, the question is going to be how much is, do the Chiefs plan to run the ball this year, actually? <laughs> when they don't feel like throwing, which is rare. Uh, I don't know. I can't really think of no other secrets off the top of my off the top of my head. Who do you think had the best season this year? Well, uh, fantasy wise, like, fantasy wise, just period. Who do you think's going to win the MVP? Who do you think's going to be the best fantasy player? Either one. Uh, we can go best fantasy player. Um, we can say the MVPs for a little later because we don't even know if there's going to be a season. <laughs> but no, um, MVP or best fantasy player, Nick Chubb, bro. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, definitely. I would, I would get him every year if I could. He gonna run the ball a lot. Shoot, if 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 uh, McCaffrey wasn't the obvious option, I would get him first. <laughs> yeah, I would say, well, Christian McCaffrey, he's definitely going to have to be the workhorse now because there's literally nobody there anymore. So he really has to do all the yeah. work. So I would say, yeah, it's which between, yeah, which I hope it doesn't happen to him. But let's be honest, it's going to happen eventually. So I would say either Nick Chubb or Christian McCaffrey probably going to like go off off this year. Oh, another guy who I uh, just side note, another guy who I think is going to have a better season this year is uh, DJ Moore. You said Christian McCaffrey made me think about the Panthers. I think DJ Moore do for a better season because no, honestly, Teddy Bridgewater is better than Kyle Allen. So that part is true. So yeah, <laughs> they definitely have a better quarterback now. But, uh, fantasy person, who do I think is going to have the best fantasy season this year? Uh. I'm going to say either Michael Thomas or hmm, – I'm not going to say Zeke. I'm going to say Michael Thomas. I don't know. I, just kinda, it, uh, I know we kind of talked about earlier with the whole Kamara thing with Kamara not getting touchdowns and then Michael Thomas eating up the touchdowns. But I, they got Emmanuel Sanders this year. Mm, I don't know. I just it just feels like a Michael Thomas kind of year for me. I don't know. I just I feel like it's his year this year. I feel like he's he's due for another one. I don't think we found the answer. Well, we know the answer to Michael Thomas. I keep him doing the slant route, but I don't think the league has found out the answer to him yet. <laughs> Which is odd. <laughs> I don't know how they haven't caught on to this yet. <laughs> but my MVP candidate, I'm all in. This is going to be the year Russ gets one, bro. It's going to be the year. Patrick, my homeboy. Listen, he, he messed up, Josiah. Your boy messed up when he won the MVP when he threw them 50 touchdowns. Because now you're going to have to top that if you want to win another one. And he's about to yeah. go do that. Y'all see how the league disrespected him, called him the third best quarterback on that top 100 list? The third? Yeah. The Super Bowl champ? Because the third? He is, because he, he is. He got to go for 70 now. Y'all accept this, man. I, I, I can arguably say he's better than Lamar. Not Russ. He, he's not better than Russ. It's, it's not many people, though, who are better than Russ. Let's just be honest about that right now. MVP Russ. With the difference between Russ and him, Mahomes has way more weapons. Which means way more touchdowns. 
Did he get way more touchdowns last year than fifty? He died last year. Come on, guys. You know he had got hurt. Oh, how many days? Ankle, like four or five, which is enough for him to not throw up what nine, ten touchdowns. Didn't he take uh, a couple games off at the end of la- the year before? Is that the, uh, the reason why he didn't break the record for touchdowns? They took him out the last game or something like that. Yeah, so he didn't break the record. Okay. Well, so as long as he Sorry. plays every game, he's good for at least four touchdowns a game. But is he going to end with 55 touchdowns? No. What you telling me? 57. What did he end it in that first year? He was a 50? 50? I think 50, yeah. Yeah, okay. it was like 52. That, that got him the MVP. <laughs> so now he got to either 55. <laughs> or go 6,000 test- I mean, 6, yards. So 6,000 yards or do something where he either threw four like 40 touchdowns and ran for another 12. <laughs> or a perfect pass rate. He's going to have to do something wild, but I think he can pull it's it. Kind of, the boy's kind of been raised every year. Like I said, he threw, 50 touch, he threw 50 touchdowns that year that got him the MVP. Lamar comes in the next year and throws like, what, 30 touchdowns and runs for another like 10. Let's rush for over a thousand yards. Like yeah. the bar keeps getting raised, and not saying Mahomes can't live up to the standard, but it's not gonna be too like unless he's just different, different, like totally different. Ain't no quarterback coming out throwing another fifty touchdown season, no matter who you got. Especially not now. Right. No I'm just telling you, bro. If you do it one more time, they're gonna have to just hand it over. Really show, gonna be an interesting turkey wasn't even throwing fifty touchdowns. <laughs> Hey, we gonna have to see. We gonna have to see. Brady had Randy for like four years, three or four years, and they only did it once. Because people caught on, bro. They haven't caught on to this man yet. Not yet. Yes, they have. If he went from fifty to thirty in the next season, he was hurt for four games. He do. So he was definitely, definitely gonna be interesting. Four times four, bro. That's sixteen. He would have broke the record, or at least came close. <laughs> I hope he got it in him this year. Well, you better hope he stay healthy to break it again. Because I'm really rooting for him. That boy. dog is still there, bro. Don't forget. That dog is still there. He definitely is. Like I said the other day, Patrick Mahomes is in a stage where his talent is getting him by on everything. Like he's he's immensely talented. Can't no one take that from him. But Russ, Russ got that mental aspect of the game down now. Thank you. Russ I was going to say, okay, guys, this is not a Patrick Mahomes podcast. <laughs> y'all, started, y'all started giving uh, Russ his flowers. Yeah, Russ got the mental aspect down. Like we said earlier, Patrick Mahomes is still having fun, but Russ has it figured out. Russ has, he's like you said before, he's manipulating defenses while Patrick Mahomes just learned how to read a defense. Yeah, I'd definitely say Russ's year is ahead, even light years ahead, but you know, just give it time. Just give it time. They, they, they pretty much got the same resume right now, so it's not like Patrick Mahomes in bad shape. It's a, what, his, se- his second year starting, he won a ring. Yeah. Now, now take away his line. line? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take away some more of his line. Take away. But, they, uh, they pretty much got the same resume. So, but yeah, I, I say more of the story. Russell Wilson's my vote for MVP this season. Book it here. If he doesn't win it, we can come back to this episode, season three, episode one. Chris was wrong. Book it. That's going to be the title. It's going to get changed so people just know. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Switching gears here a little bit. I heard that the rapper Logic has retired officially. 
lot to rap say that. So I don't know if I can believe it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I mean, like, he's just going to be dropping music on Twitch now. He He's, I guess, the first Twitch rapper. Shout out to Twitch. Well, Twitch rapper. Monetize us. <laughs> Monetize us, please. And thank you. But no, nah, um, yeah, he's about to be, he's just twitching now. That's all. Yeah. This man, like, he, he was crying. I mean, he was crying on his goodbye speech. Like, he dropped his album called No Pressure. It's uh, supposed to debut second um, on the Billboard charts, and it's apparently really good. It was it was very short, but I'm not really a big Logic fan, so I can care less. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say a Logic fan, but I mean, he has a couple bops, I guess. I haven't listened to a full Logic album. Album? No, 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 no. I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say that. But like when he dropped the whole Suicide Hotline thing was the last time I like, oh, yeah. dropped the out or listened to it. That was good. Yeah, the Everybody album. Mm. But as of now, like the the last time I heard Logic was on that Juicy J French Montana song that he had no business of being on. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he had no business of being on that song. That was the last time I actually listened to this he was man. Trying to find his place but, in the Hey, congrats, this man! Gonna go off to be a. He said he gonna go off to be a dad. I'm like, all right, hey, okay, well, ain't nothing wrong with this. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong. With yeah, that. fully supported. Yeah. Go ahead. And other music news. Have y'all been? Have y'all watched? Have y'all watched the latest and greatest versus battle, bro? Dolver DMX, bro. That I know. I feel like we keep. I keep saying the the best one is yet to come. That was the best one. <laughs> that one is the best one. And you know, y'all already know Snoop Dogg is in my top five. We're gonna discuss the top five conversation some other time. I'm not gonna discuss that with y'all right now. But Snoop Dogg is in my top five, so y'all already know who won. DMX. No, sir. Okay. DMX. Don't get me wrong. It was a close battle, but S N W O P D O W D. Snoop Dogg definitely deserves his flowers, bro. This man is a goat. <laughs> this man has hits from every era. Every <laughs> era, this man has a hit. Damn, this is the '80s, bro. Like the end of the '80s till now, still making albums. Like I ain't saying they classics. Like he's not making classics no more. But he gonna drop a verse on something. Yeah, he give you a bop every now and then. Right, I do agree with that. Wasn't he? On, wasn't he on Smile Bitch? On what? Where am I tripping? Now, wasn't he on like Smile Bitch the remix or something with Lil Duvall? Uh, yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this man. Yeah. Bruh, so don't get me wrong. DMX, you look great. You know what I'm saying? He did his thing, but close but no cigar, bro. Don't uh, DMX, uh, don't the Rough Riders got like a little docuseries about to come out on BET? Or- I heard about that, yeah. That's well deserved too. Don't get me wrong, DMX needs his flowers too, and I feel like they both got them t- together on that in that battle because a lot of people said DMX won, mm. which I don't got a problem with. That's you know, teach his own, but I'm I'm gonna be biased regardless because I'm a Snoop Dogg fan till I die. I got a doggy style wallet, so I respect it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I respect it. Yeah, but yeah, you heard about the next one? Who is the next uh, one? Two Chains and Rick Ross. Ew. That's a mistake. Like two chain music is cool, but I don't really listen to two chain. Not like Ross that. is gonna get him out of here. Yeah, Ross getting Ross out of there. Get him out of here, quick in a hurry. I I told uh I, I I told my homeboy from Webster like uh I got because you know it's twenty records. I said uh sixteen to four. <laughs> that sixteen like, yeah. Ross. <laughs> 
James got four records. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's not gonna like. Think about it. Rick Ross has nothing but like real songs. Like he's, I, I can't even. Chris, he, this man is an artist. Art. Rick Ross is an artist. Artist. Two Chains is just known for you know what he does. Like, can you really name ten Two Chains like hit hits, like hits that can match like BMF or uh, Ashton Martin music? BMF, I'm so hood. All I do is win. Yeah, and we're not even gonna talk about the verse. It's way too much. The verse that he has on other people's stuff, like he got a lot. Man, two chains had his verse on Mercy. He had uh yeah. the bir- the birthday song with Kanye. Yeah. Uh used to with Lil Wayne. Don't don't forget uh Duffel Bag Boy back when he was Titty Boy. But 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 we care about Wayne on that song. We did go there for Wayne. It wasn't the chase. <laughs> we just <laughs> we went there for two chains. Like, come on, we didn't it's go to rare when you Ross. actually go to a song just for two chains. It's very rare. We didn't go to Axel Hood for Ross. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, Ross got some hits. He got more boxes. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Uh, like his whole Teflon Down album. What's uh, the. Ross got mad. Ross got classic mixtapes. That's a fact. What's, the, what's that? Two two changes in Drake song. Two no changes. Lie. That was a culture changer. No oh, lie. Was a okay. Yeah. No <laughs> lie. Come on. That okay. That might be. That's some competition. Because his final verse on that song. Bro. Bon appetit. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Bruh, that was his last verse on that song alone. Name a nigga that wants some. My rapper's ass, I trap his ass. Put his ass in the plastic bag when he trap, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready for this, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Chris, matter of fact, I didn't even think about that. Chris, Chris, if Chris didn't say something, I would have not. I would have forgot about no lie completely. With a culture changer, bro. I still remember that. That, that kind of takes me back because people th- probably think that Drake got a better verse on that song. Ain't no way. <laughs> Two chains, last verse, everything. But I've been seeing like some Twitter battles, like people talking about who had the best verse on uh on a uh, fucking problem with uh ASAP Rocky, Drake, and Two Chains and Two Chains. But two chains were just the uh, just the court. Yeah, and there, I'm seeing people are really saying that Drake had the best verse. I'm like, are you people kidding are just me? hyping up Drake on every yeah, song. I'm about to say with the best verse, but that flow, the flow was nice though. The yeah. flow was nice. Flow was very what? You, you didn't like that Rocky? Who's that Rocky? I like that Rocky verse low key better. But I'm saying Drake flow was like, like the flow was just very smooth and nice with it. Like I mean, yeah, verse was hard, but it came off like very aggressive. Like, and it, I mean, it was an aggressive beat and it was strong. Like Drake, ooh, yeah, like it was just real smooth. I think just on that one is two chains ASAP Kendrick Drake. Just on that. Cause just on that song, that was definitely Kendrick's weakest verse. Like it wasn't bad, but it was definitely one of his weakest verses. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was definitely not Kendrick's best verse. His I'm, trying, verse. I'm trying to think of the verse. Oh, I was say that was definitely oh, not one of his best verses. We talking about the same song? Yeah. I just trying to talk to a pepper. I didn't say it was a bad verse. I said it's one of his weakest verses. <laughs> That's definitely not one of his best verses he's came up with. So just on that song, I gotta give it up, bro. Not to him though. What? <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm letting you know, bro. He's still on the top three best verses on there, but yeah, not number one. Everybody was on Kendrick verse. What are you talking? Everybody was quoting that verse. Bro, I said the verse wasn't bad. I just said it wasn't Kendrick's verse. Verse. If you 
Bro, you know you gonna be in the club singing Holly Berry, Hallelujah. Oh, I know it's a lit verse. I just said it's not his best. It was still early in his career. Of course, it's not his best. <laughs> Looking back at it now, though, it's definitely not one of his best verses. So just on that song, that's why I say I might have two chains higher than him. Just on that song. I'm gonna bring a real question. As of right now, of course, this can change in the past, in the you know in the future. What's y'all favorite Kendrick Lamar song? Uh, we talk about best Drake songs all the time. We all know, we all know. Everybody love uh, "Do Not Disturb." We we out of that. What's y'all? What's y'all favorite? And I got I got a follow up to that. So, what's y'all favorite Kendrick song? My favorite Kendrick song is probably Keisha's song. Mm. Okay. I might say either for me it's I or Poetic Justice because that's what really put me on for him. And okay, and that, see while we talk about Poetic Justice like and what Chris was saying about um Chris was saying about Drake's mellow verses, I don't really like Drake's mellow flow, and he had his flow was mad mellow on Poetic Justice, even though Poetic Justice was a mellow song. But I don't care about uh Drake rapping. Rapping uh, mellow. I'd rather him like be like melodic and sing or try to sing. <laughs> but when he when he raps like mellow, it's just not it's just not for me. I, I, I can understand that. I think it really depends on like the vibe the songs bringing that Drake has to come with me with them different voices. It really just depends. Like some of the music Drake be dropping now is like mm, not for me. Yeah, that's just like uh, okay. <laughs> too hard to songs. Like old old Drake, uh, even like poetic. I like his verse on poetic justice. Yeah, I like his verse on effing problems. Like yeah, I pretty much like all pretty much all Drake music up until the point of the whole like. Uh, what's the Jamaican wave kind of the uh, UK wave that he hopped on yeah yeah it's not cool it's not cool Um, it's just not for me so my I'm gonna have to give you two as well my favorite Kendrick song is probably Element and my shoot my my shit my stuff changed by the day because like I still like um the heart the heart part four that came out when he had like four different songs in one. That's my stuff. But uh, my next question, because J. Cole dropped, I don't know if y'all listen, but J. Cole dropped um, a two-pack, yeah. which was dope. Um, Louis Street, the little, the little EP he dropped. What's your favorite Cole song? Born Center. Center. The track, not the album, the track. <laughs> Born Center. Mm-hmm. No role models, mm-hmm. bro. Either between that or Power Trip. Actually, Crooked Smile. I have a couple songs about Drake. It's, I mean, not Drake, but J. Cole. Bro. Anytime J. Cole and Miguel linked up was a crack. <laughs> That's what I said. Really, always a rock <laughs> whenever they linked up on a song. I was driving home the other day and I was listening to uh, the one that was on Miguel. Um, let me throw um, Chris, drop, <laughs> drop yours. Next. No, it was another one. You said what? It was like, now that you're gone, gone. Oh, oh no, I'm tripping. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna find this, bro. I'm gonna find this. Bro. All I want is you. is you, yeah. That uh, is bro. Yeah. J. Cole, bro. Every time J. Cole and Miguel link up on anything, it's, hit, it's crack. It's a hit. It's crack. <laughs> Actually, my other, well, probably not my favorite J. Cole song. Cause got, well, I guess it's kind of the song, but definitely his verse was his verse on Under the Sun. That's my favorite J. Cole verse. Yeah. That's my favorite J. Cole verse. Bro, so I'm, I'm probably kick it to you like this. Um, nobody's perfect is still up there for me. Okay, I love that song too. Like he, he that, that song is like his most relatable song. 
Um, I love changes that was on um for your eyes only. Oh yeah. And I mean, my of course my favorite J Cole album by default is 2014 Forest Hill Drive, but my my favorite song of all time is definitely coming off of Born Center itself. Nobody's perfect is on uh is on um. Bro, what's, what is wrong with me today? What is his first album called? <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, Looking for trouble? Or was it? Nah, it's, it's the one he's in the last. Nah, that's it's the one with Oh, that's stories. I'm like, it's the one that he's in the locker room. Yes, that's that shit. Yeah, that's it. Uh, the only who that who that no. Nah. <laughs> song off the sideline for it was uh hold on what's uh what's the what song the one where he talking about with the girl giving birth well the song about abortion oh um she knows <laughs> no that's not she knows it's not no wait no no, no. I know you talking about hold on because uh, I'm, I'm thinking about the music uh, video lost, on my head. lost ones yeah yeah mm. yeah. yeah. Oh, so she knows <laughs> uh, she knows. <laughs> Dollar in the Dream was on the sideline story, wasn't it? Yeah. Dollar in the Dream. Uh, it's another problem. I, I always bring this up. I'll never forget when Jesus and Born Center dropped on my birthday. June 18, 2013. Time to be alive, bro. <laughs> that's, that's the best year in music. I don't care. Like, between like 2011 all the way to like 2014, those are the best music years in music. And I don't think ever going to top it again. I'm talking about music, period. I'm talking about pop, R&B, rap, alternative. Like, bro, th- that was the best year in music. <laughs> the best years of music in my life so far. Better than some music in the 2000s. So debatably. Because we was young, wild, and free, then. Yeah. No fun intended. <laughs> bro, I was listening to That Tree by um Snoop Dogg and Kid Cudi. I was like... This still go hard, <laughs> and I don't even smoke, but this still go hard. <laughs> I did. Did I? No, I didn't listen to that one at first. Uh, I had dropped. I don't remember. I didn't really get on the Kid Cudi wave probably until oh, I, don't, I don't even remember when. I know I was pretty late to the Kid Cudi party. It probably somewhere around my senior year of high school when I finally started giving Kid Cudi a chance. Bro, that's how me and Kenan bonded. <laughs> when he said Kid Cudi is like up there as his favorite like artist, I was like, mine is too. What's up? <laughs> that's how me and Kenan bond. Shout out Kenan. <laughs> Shout out Kenan. Uh, Brandon pinched his friends by the. And that's honestly why right. that that took me into the Travis Scott wave because Kid Cudi still never understood that wave. But. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people didn't, people still don't understand. Like, you gotta listen to his old stuff, like Rodeo. And <laughs> I did. And then once you got here now, I'm like, why are we still here? He <laughs> was, I swear, Rodeo is, don't, I, Rodeo is way, be, people are gonna say Travis Scott's best album is Astro World. You will never catch me dead saying that, bro. <laughs> you will never. I don't, like, it took me a long time to like Astro World, but it's not his best stuff. 
Can I be like, but, Tony see, okay, now, I feel like y'all opinion will change in a certain extent. Y'all might not like see his music is different, but if y'all see him live, y'all opinion gonna change. <laughs> this man, one of the greatest live performers of all time. But I can't go to a live performance if someone music. I got all right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> you can't think of one song you like from Travis Scott. He I mean, gonna say six. <laughs> I mean, a couple songs I like, oh. but I'm saying like you really gotta sit through more than just those few songs. So I mean, I feel that. <laughs> like, like I said, like rodeo days before rodeo. I remember them days. They were nice. It was cool. When they were, like kind of after that. Oh, we still like this guy? Like, <laughs> we, yes. <laughs> so, okay, so you telling me, okay, you telling me, okay, if you had to choose between a Young Thug concert, yeah. an Uzi concert, or a Travis Scott oh, concert, Travis which Scott. one are you going? Chris. To be honest with you, I'm going to go to a Young Thug concert because I haven't been to one yet. I'm not going to a Young Thug concert. I'll probably go to That'll be kind of lit, too. Why not? Okay, what should be for Young Thug? It's, not, it's almost the same thing that Chris was saying. Like, I only like a couple songs by him, so I'm not going to sit through the whole concert just to go listen to, like, three songs. At first, I could not stand Young Thug, but ever since I realized all the words of lifestyle, this man hasn't missed. <laughs> this man has not missed. <laughs> That's hell be the problem, because, like, he dropped music, and, like, you listen to it, and you like it, but you don't really know what he's saying. But yeah. when you actually read the words and the lyrics, you're like, ah, it makes sense. But I don't understand why you sound that way to where we can't understand it. He be, bro, it, it, it took me a little minute to be like, okay, he really spitting, but he just don't sound like it. Yeah. <laughs> he got bars, you just can't understand them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll figure it out later. I would listen to his verse on uh, Best Friend with A Boogie. <laughs> the whole time, hey. I always listen to him, but I never knew what he was saying, so I read the lyrics. I was like, oh, okay, he going. Like, he flowing right now. This is this pretty nice. Okay, I like him now. I shouldn't have to decipher his words sitting on with a bop, though. I'm like, I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, a- after a while, you just going to start knowing what he's saying. Well, yeah, like, of course. You listen to a repeat. Of course, you're going to know. But I mean, if it's a song you're really not messing with, I'm not just going to go, you know, like, look it up just to make sure it's a bop. Uh, the verse that made me really look Young Thug is like something different was on uh, Sacrifices on uh, More Life. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was storytelling on that mug. Y'all gotta listen to that mug back, bro. It's been probably been a minute, but like, cause shoot, that's another verse Two Chains got, but he probably not gonna play that in his twenty. But Young Thug was really spitting. <laughs> like he was talking about football. Like he was talking about everything in one verse. <laughs> I was telling <laughs> back when I was 21. <laughs> but nah, shout out, shout out Young Thug, shout out everybody that we named. Um, before we get off this music tangent, we gonna talk about Kanye. Oh no, 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 hold on. Yeah, we don't no, no, let's talk about let's talk about Kanye. So more so we see this man still acting up. You know what I'm saying? He going on Twitter rants, talking about like, you know, uh, I guess Kim and Kim and her mom issued a statement about Kanye, and he was like, that's not what a wife do. (laughs) (laughs) I I believe he took down some of them tweets. He's been really wilding. He hasn't really stopped rolling the ball and wilding. So should we ignore this man? Like, will ignoring this man really work? Or, like, ultimately, of course, we should get this man some help. Yeah. But is ignoring him the key? I'm finally realizing. Go ahead, Chris. This weed business, like, what are we gonna do for him? 
talking about the culture, bro. We can't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what can we do for him. I know what you're talking about. What can we? If the culture just ignores him, mm-hmm. he gonna get some help. <laughs> he gonna get some help. If nobody listens, he gonna get some help somewhere. When's gonna be a point where there's no one listening to Kanye West? <laughs> into the culture right there's always gonna be someone listening to him <laughs> there's nothing we can do to help him yeah that's he has to help himself <laughs> like i was really like I, I took some time and really watched that campaign and like i, I was surprised like there was no regular cameras every it, it can only be found on somebody's phone mm-hmm. but I was realizing, A, who was in the crowd? There was no grown folks in the crowd. And when I mean grown folks, they had to be like 15, 13, and like all the way up to maybe like, maybe like 30, if that. Like, there was all kids in the crowd, bro. I was like, okay, what am I watching? But I mean, but at the same time, the kids are the future. So he's speaking to them. (laughs) Not far off. But it's just like the they were chanting were just like okay this has nothing to do with anything and they was like trying to spit like fake game like oh shoot the government don't want you to know this they're done <laughs> of course like we know things that the government don't want us to know this is not news like basically nothing that Kanye has said is a news flash okay. so it's just like are y'all serious <laughs> no, I said, oh, bro. you're too far gone at this point Come on, bro. Ain't nobody yeah. too far gone. There's always it's a way back. <laughs> it's just not through us. He has to help himself. <laughs> he doesn't want to do that, clearly. Maybe you find a way one day. And then... This is all the album rollout, bro. He talked about his album called Donda. You know, his mom's name. The album was supposed to come out two weeks ago. It didn't come out. I told, I said on Twitter, bro, I'm not listening to anything, like, else. I can't. Like, if it's not Kanye from 2004 to 2018, I'm not listening to it. Sorry. I always give it a shot. That's at the point. That, that is the point that I'm at now. So Josiah, if he if he drops another uh, Christian album this year, are you gonna listen to it? Um, I mean, yeah, I'll at least hear it out. Mm. It could be a cry for help. You never know. But then, <laughs> but how was, bro? No, it could be a cry for help, bro. Nah, bro. I'm always here for cries of help. But how can you buy? How can you bop to that? <laughs> How can you bop to somebody playing their life? That's sad. I am not listening to that. Well, listen, when the weekend first came out, he was clearly sending out cries for help and we were bopping to it. That's all Bruh, but he didn't inflame it as no Christian music. <laughs> you know, it was before. Suicidal music. That's what he was coming out with. And people were bopping to that. So I mean, what's wrong bopping to his Christian See, the thing is, the weekend knew exactly what he was going. He was like, I don't need help because I am the help. <laughs> he knew he didn't know the weekend. The weekend knew exactly what he was getting himself into. You can hear that on his latest album. Because this is a lost puppy. And maybe that's why, bro. Maybe he just needs fans out here to listen. So, yeah. We will be listening if he does do it again. I will be. So, you're saying don't ignore him, is what you're saying? I'm saying we shouldn't treat him like a disease that needs no fixing. I think we should try to get him help type of situation. 
what? Although we <laughs> can't help him. Like I said, we can't help him. He has to be able to help himself, but I think we can support it in different ways. He already so you want him, so you gonna you gonna support oh, oh nah bro. First off, first off, Kanye West is a grown man. All right, <laughs> this man is forty plus. Man is forty plus right. with four kids, <laughs> whole family. He's a millionaire, almost a billionaire. He has the means to get himself help. We don't have to do nothing for Kanye West, but Kanye West has a lot that he could do for us. Okay, you're not wrong for sure. Do for us, we don't have to do nothing else a day in his life. No more. We don't have to do another thing. Is why I'm going to ignore this man <laughs> and everything he does, any project, any movie he wants to do, until he says something correct and sticks with it and doesn't flip flop and doesn't have different opinions, whether it be Republican induced opinions or vice versa, like or anything. Like at the end of the day, I, like I said last time, this man buddy buddy with Trump, and you expect me to understand and. Agree Agree with anything he says? No, sir. No, sir. You got me messed up. As, as long as he's not flipping out or saying wild stuff, like I said, I'll support at least the music aspect. Depending on what when does he stop saying wild stuff? Now, now on every album, he's not saying wild stuff with every album. That's what I'm saying. As long as he's not saying wild stuff, the entire existence of Kanye West has been built around him saying wild stuff. Wild, Kanye is, is definitely a wild person. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it ain't cool no more, Chris. It ain't cool no more. <laughs> it's always good until you go against the grain. He's definitely going against the grain now, and yeah, he can. He's too far gone. He can kick rocks until he say something right. When he when he was, he was, he was, he was he quiet, bro, and like when he was staying quiet for like that whole what two months when he was like provide, you know, he he donated. Um, when he donated to uh, George Floyd family and like the family of Rihanna Taylor, that was cool. That was cool. And then he wilded out the next week, kind of dismissing everything that he did. I'm like, yo, <laughs> this is a fallen, like, lost pro- false prophets, like J. Cole said. Like I said we, we've told Kanye to get help. We've told Kanye to see some. We've told Kanye that we're here for him. Kanye does not care. Kanye is doing whatever comes to Kanye's head. So once the idea of comes in his head to get help, then he'll probably get help. But until then, he can't help Kanye. I can't that, support that. With. <laughs> he's definitely not going to do nothing until he wants to. Like I said, he's done. He's toast. Finish. But he's toast. But hey, prayers for Kanye. Prayers for Kanye. That's all I can yes, say. Sir. Prayers for Kanye. Yeah, hopefully my boy come back one day. Age 62. Dropping his final album. Long as this oh listen to that, uh, I know, just, I know you are talking with him. You listen to that Wale project, yes, sir. That dropped, that dropped like June 18th, but like, or June that dropped on uh, no, I'm tripping that dropped on uh, Juneteenth. Wale, but what's that? Cracking. <laughs> that movie's cracking. Uh, Wale's project, Perfect Storm. Y'all should go check that out. Check that out. Check that out. Um, this man, rem- like, just like, what did he say? He, he, he said he remixed the. <laughs> what did I say? I'm trying to remember. I said, like, he, like, remixed the. Uh... Turn it out. Yeah, like, he did a whole bunch of it, bro. It was lit, though. It was like he sampled the cha-cha slide and, like, he just changed it, bro. It was a banger. It was a true banger. And I was just, I was, I was happy to hear it. He talked about, like, I, the one, the thing that grabbed my attention, because he was, like, I appreciate Wale's last joint, the, um, shoot, what was that one called? You mean the, uh, <laughs> absolutely, I'm rooting for everybody. I wrote that one. Uh, oh, I got that one. It's, like, all chill and all those songs on there. I can't remember that. I'm album. bad with it. Set you free, that was my jam. Yeah, set album. you free. What was the name of the album? Uh, bad at name. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, 
<laughs> like, so he, he was talking stuff on there and like he kind of carried that narrative on this one too, especially with everything going on as far as the pandemic and like the social injustices. It's a real good album. Uh it's short, sweet. Um, it's not even a it's like a it's like a it's like an EP. But it's cool. It's kind of cool. Um I'm sick and tired of these deluxe albums dropping. Please stop. I know you can't make tour money right now. I know. But we do not want to see your album twice with five extra songs. This is all we, <laughs> we don't. Let them live. It's all they got left. Pandemics. All right. They got to make money for now. They got to drop their albums twice. Right. Man, Unless you want us to have another Chris Brown fiasco, 50 songs. Just let them do it, bro. Just let them do it. I'm not listening to nobody album that's over tw- like over you got over 31 over 25, songs over- no, I say 25 I'm done but that's all these deluxes are is albums that was already 20 like 20 25 uh, songs long and now they're 37 yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like good you know, I said, you, or you got you got thirty one songs out of me, and then so okay, yeah, like so with us being consumers and our you know us being young and our attention span is very 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 short, yeah. and streaming. What is the perfect amount of songs on an album, and what is the perfect like duration, like how long? I, I would say the the these deluxe albums would kind of be cool. Well, these deluxe albums would be fine, but it's kind of like the ratio, how, like the duration. The duration is never like satisfactory for me. Either the song is like one minute long and it's a real good song, or it's like yeah. three minutes long and the song isn't really a bop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. it's always like that. So the best songs are two minutes long. <laughs> that's actually factual. Yeah. You only get the chorus said, one time. That's it. That's a bop. I don't know. I just, I just think the the problem lies more in the duration than actually the total amount of songs. Mm-hmm. If they can just get the dur- like knowing when to end the song or just knowing what songs are it and what songs aren't, I think mm-hmm. that'd be better. It depends on my mood. Like if I'm in a real chill mood, I don't mind hearing a, 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 a hour forty five to a two hour minute or two hour a two hour long album, mm-hmm. but. When I'm like in my phase, I'm just looking for new music and like just looking for the next big thing. Brock Lesnar, uh, but <laughs> looking for the next big thing. <laughs> uh, like 39 minutes to like 45 minutes is my duration when it comes to one. It depends on what mood I'm. It in. depends where I'm going for me because most of the time I listen to all my albums and stuff is like in the car. And if I'm going somewhere far, then I need something like what Brandon was saying, like at least an hour, you know, because I want I want to hit the same song twice. I want to have something different every time it changes. But you know if I'm this is just like me, you know, and I'm like in the house or something like that. I just need that quick 12. Just give me 12 songs. That's all I need. I want to go to a different album anyway. I feel you. We'll see. I and I guess in another sense, it depends on the artist. Because if I'm expecting like content and like actual sustenance, well, of course I'm going to expect you to like you know, have have a long album because you know you actually saying something. Yeah. But like, uh, I'm not about to listen to like Lil Key <laughs> for eight no, hours, no. For, for a whole hour. Like I'm not, I'm, and I'm not even like the the baby just dropped his deluxe for a blank, or he's about to drop it this Friday, I believe, or this Tuesday, I think, uh, for blaming on baby. Which came out with like at the beginning of the year. It was another surprise album that nobody asked for. I haven't even listened to it. 
Like he dropped his five more songs and bruh, I'm not finna listen to the baby for no hours. You got me twisted. I say out of the main albums I listen to I'm either switching between Polo G and A Boogie right now and well A Boogie that album was an hour. But yeah. the deluxe how long was the deluxe version of uh probably like another another thirty. Probably another 30. So I can listen to that straight through. Well, yeah. I don't know. Probably, I probably can listen to that. That goes hand in hand because Polo G got content. Like, he yeah. actually and he's saying something yeah. every time. Yeah. Because his last album, I was looking at, that was only 47 minutes. But he, like you said, each song is content. Like, he talk about something yeah. each song. So I don't know. That, it just depends on like, what they talk the about. Yeah. The content, really. Little I can't baby. wait to Little Baby for too long. I can lift a little baby all day. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can lift what, his whole My Turn album. I can just play that on repeat all day. Like, it's just about every song hit. Probably just one or two songs I skip on there. But that's about it. For sure. You, you don't, you don't make a little baby? Come on now. No, I, I like, don't get me wrong. I like Lil Baby. I like what he stands for. Um, I like his story a lot because this man was not, look, he was not trying to rap at all. And then he just jumped in it and took going crazy. And it's funny how, like, every rapper, like, all of our favorite rappers, that's his favorite, they favorite rappers, like Kanye was, Kanye posted a tweet saying, I want to do a song with Lil Baby, but he don't want to do it. <laughs> and then Lil Baby said, Lil Baby was his favorite rapper. I was like, that's crazy. But no, nah, Lil Baby is it. Like, that's the he the next big thing for real. Like he's already in it. Okay. I need uh I need Polo G to get a little more exposure. Like you say, he got a lot of content in his music. Yeah. That uh, the Go album is still my favorite album yeah. for this year. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of let's see. Oh yeah, I'm gonna ask my question, Chris. We was talking about this earlier. Sorry, Josiah. So the question that I got is pretty good question. So you know how like we relive stuff a lot, like going stuff in the past, like before we were born. We see like for example highlights of Michael Jordan, but we didn't really live in that time period. Right. So this example, that was just an example. Yeah. So what is something that you really you wish that you could like relive in real time? As in like an event. Yeah, so like the other day, for example, like even though I was, you know, of course I was born during this time, but like when The Weeknd dropped his trilogy album, uh, I wasn't really listening to The Weeknd, but like the people that like was in it loved the trilogy album. And I love the trilogy, trilogy album now, but I wasn't in it when it came out. Yeah. Because I heard the trilogy album, it, it got, it got like, you know, um, remastered and it sounds way better now compared to what it sounded, how grimy it sounded back then. Which is like something that like real, real, real down to earth, you know, day one weekend fans realize. So like, but that's just an example. Like, uh, I got a, I got one. I'm gonna give when your one child drop y'all example or whatever. Shit, I wish I could have like relived that time, like during when Back to the Future and like Star Wars were dropping. That would have been like the perfect time period for me, just because like I wanted yes. to see that stuff like in theaters when it first came out. I think that would have been something way different. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, for me, I think I would just like to. Go back to the time of sports in the 80s. Because for some, for some reason, I don't know if the the people who grew up in the 80s and everything are just glorifying their era in every single sport. Yeah. But it seemed like for some reason in the 80s, 
the GOAT was born in that sport. <laughs> like, in the 80s, you had Joe Montana on the 49ers, Dorothy, the basketball, Jordan that came into the league, Magic and Bird was running the league. Uh, hockey was, was Gretzky in the 80s. Yeah. in the 80s. Like, bro, like, it just seemed like the 80s was a lit time for every sport. And I kind of want to go back to live through that just to know, like, was it really that lit? Or y'all just hyping it up because y'all hate now because our era is really lit. They happen it up. They know every generation gets better. They happen it up. That's what we said. I'm like, just the way like life works. Like people, people get more athletic. They get smart. They get better. Like I, I'm sure there's certain aspects of the '80s that are better. But I, I, I want to see it for myself. I gotta. I wish I could just know. <laughs> I wish. I, well, that's true. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, it was some serious injustices back in back oh, then. Yeah. I wish I was born in the 80s too from a music standpoint, bro. Because Michael Jackson, bro, everything, bro, everything, like, I believe what was that, 85? I'm, I'm tripping. I forget when Thriller came out. But I know, like, 87 was, like, bad. Like, the 80s was the shit, bro. I See, promise. You know what I'm saying? Like, a whole bunch of stuff was going on in the 80s. And I just don't get why this boom was happening back then. No one knows. <laughs> no one really knows. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, you don't got to talk about it. Prince, from music music standpoint, that's a fact. <laughs> but from a sports, yeah, people might music, be just hide it. Yeah, everything. So yeah, everything media eighties was the high. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> like the Renaissance. And also, if I'm thinking of something that's like uh, events that happened while I was living that I didn't necessarily get to appreciate while it was actually happening, I'll probably mm-hmm. say I'll go back to probably uh, to watch part of Kobe play. Because although we watched it in real time, we was probably like, what? I ain't even like <laughs> sixth grade, seventh grade. Yeah, it was young. Oh, it's like fifth grade, fourth grade, and stuff like just real young. And like you, you watching, it was entertaining, and a lot of things we chucked up to like, oh, he made that because he was Kobe. But now that I have a better understanding of right, it, it's been different since now. Yeah, just being able to break it down, like, oh, how did he make that? What did he do? Like, what was he thinking when he did that? It would been good to be able to sit and watch the game and uh, see a prime Kobe work. Shoot, now that I think about it, the 90s, like, from that standpoint and the music standpoint that I was giving out, the ni- like, the early 90s when we were just babies, like, the rap scene, like, Tupac, Biggie, before they passed, when we were, like, literally born, like, <laughs> I would love to relive that, like, thing, like, because, like, I didn't really, I was, telling, uh, I was telling a few of my friends this before, I didn't really see the prominent, I didn't really understand the prominence of New York until I met people from New York, and then I was like, okay, mad people that I listen to is from New York, mad like directors are from New York, like, you know, Spike Lee and Martin Scorsese, like, you know, like, it's mad, like, media that we list, like, look at on a daily basis that's just from New York. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would, I really wish I would have, like, at least, even if I wasn't even from there, just watch the prominence of, like, the the Mecca, because they, they call New York the Mecca of everything, the Mecca of hip-hop, the Mecca of basketball, so, <laughs> yeah. Growing up in that time in the nineties, the hip hop was a pretty rough time. Like you said, about me in the eighties, only ten, only ten minutes. Five minutes, take it back. Five minutes. You don't want to stay in the nineties too long. Five minutes. <laughs> you might come in on the wrong. Right. Don't stay longer than the Martin. Only. Hey, man, the war on drugs. Yeah, there's a lot going yeah. on. Yeah, a lot of stuff that you can eat that we gotta evade, but like. Yeah. <laughs> Make it make back to the future. Real. That's the area you gotta go to to uh, enjoy your experience. Fact. <laughs> you want to enjoy that road? You gotta go to Compton. 
Mid area confidence. episode, bro. Back to the future. Back to the future. Uh, <laughs> it's the reboot. Uh, yes, y'all and Snoop Doggy Dog. House like every okay. This guy. You know what I'm so, saying? Y'all got anything yeah. else before we close? I had a question. I think we already addressed it on the Xbox party the mm-hmm. other day, Chris. When you have when your friends walk to the party about like you know who sits in the front seat, the mom or the wife's issue. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> Chris, no, no, not that, not that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what are you doing? No, we're, not, we're not talking about that one. Not, not that. Not that. It's, it's definitely a hierarchy once you get married. Yeah. Bro. Okay. Can I go and, and if you get married and then have kids, the hierarchy just changes even more. Oh, can, I, can, can I get my spin on this go one? Ahead. Want you go ahead. So the question is, who, who deserves the front seat? Your mom or your uh, wife? Yeah. Just say yeah. I'm just going out and somebody needs to sit in the front seat. Who gets the front seat? First off, the parameters need to be set before we even reach this point of marriage to where I'm pulling up and then there's an argument between my wife and mom who gets the front seat. But my general answer is the wife belongs in the front seat. But the circumstances in where the mom gets the front seat is if me and my mom had already scheduled a son and mother type deal and then something comes up to where we have to get my wife or include my wife, then she gets in the back seat. Oh, you deep in the, you deep in the, you dipping in a different bag, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, some people gonna be like, just, oh my god, how can you just be? Oh yeah, the white definitely gets the front seat. Like, no, you gotta, I gotta, add, you know, I like to add context to my reasonings here. So, in a situation like that, yeah, mom gets the front seat. White, you just happen to come in at this time, so nah, you get in the back, and then we'll make things work. But the situation where it's all three of us, we all know who's going. My mom knows the wife is showing up. My wife knows my mom is coming. The wife gets the front seat. Yeah. No mom has, unless my mom has some underlying health issues, right? Likely to where she can't get in the back seat. Yeah, I feel like that should be an understood view that the wife automatically gets the front seat unless, like you said, your mom has underlying health issues. Like it should yeah, be like automatic, like not even the discussion that she gets the first seat type of situation. Yeah, like what's wrong with the what's wrong with the concept that your wife comes first? I mean, I understand it's the seat. Yeah, it's still the principle of the matter. Like your wife comes first, and then you can't really let your mom disrespect your wife like that. And all the same time, you can't let your wife disrespect your mom. mom. Yeah, but in the hierarchy of things, like you, you kind of gotta side with your wife. But, you know, it, it gets the hierarchy, man, is wife, kids, mom, or parents. Should I say, and then everybody else. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, well, even fortunately, depending on who you are, that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, so Josiah, she, uh, did your woman know that she's in the front seat, or is she she, she gonna fight your mom over it? I don't even want to see that fight. So she gonna have to get the front seat. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna discuss that one. <laughs> when the day comes, the my, my my girl's gonna get the front. Oh, your girl? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Look at my defense, though. Like, my mom already knows what's up. Even when, like, me and my siblings are in my car, my mom sits in the back. She don't sit in front of me. So, I mean, it's just the way it works in our family. Uh-huh. So, my mom will completely understand. Yeah, my mom was kind of a backseat person herself, too. Like, she was in the front seat. Yeah, she, she likes the backseat. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> my mom doesn't think I'm getting married. Brian's backseat like four times in life. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting married. Just hope, bro. You retire to okay. Jersey, she'll be there. You said what? When you retire to Jersey, bro. Uh, she'll uh, be there. We're 
This podcast now. We're talking about retirement. Let's go. It's been a real podcast. No, no, no. We still, we still got 20 minutes. We still got 20 minutes to kill here. We can, we, oh. we can get to this Georgia retirement. Oh. What you said? Oh, my God. <laughs> Does the podcast know about your Jersey retirement ceremony? Do they know yet? Listen, all right. I did say last week I had a, a potential retirement pending next year for my birthday. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've been, I've been looking out at the court. And I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't think I can retire. You don't think you can retire at all? No, not at all, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to be next year, man. I don't think Chris, you got to believe wow. the game can go on without you, bro. It's time to yeah, yeah. watch. It's going to go before me. It's going to go on after me. But uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. The way uh, Josiah, I, I honestly don't see how you trust people, bro. <laughs> like, hey, bro. Like, I know bro. I don't, I don't see. I don't understand how you got to that point to where you can say, "Yeah, I'm ready to trust somebody." Like I don't know. It just, yeah, it, it just doesn't sound like it for me. There's people out there, bro, and eventually one of them's gonna get you to believe it. So that's all I can say. I'm not a man that's easily influenced into a belief. Okay, it takes a while. <laughs> it takes a while before I can finally be like, you know what? Okay. I believe, and that's like that could be a long time. Like I could be skeptical for a very long time, and not say nothing. I am a very skeptical person. This, this Chris, we're Gemini's. That's why he will never understand. This I will never understand. Of course not. <laughs> you know us cancer don't talk- believe in that. How are some affectionate people? Hey, you but, like, <laughs> you understand? Very emotional. But you call me very very emotional. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I feel like I'm very detached. See, we're just no, we're just un, we're just unpredictable beings. There's nothing wrong with that. Is it unpre- unpredictable? I don't know. Unpredictable. I just feel like, I feel like I have a I have a very low tolerance for things. And my lo- the thing that I have very low tolerance for is just simple stuff. Like all I ask is just like you know, just just have common sense. All right. And I feel like a lot of people don't have common sense. Yeah, that's actually a lot nowadays. And it really rubs me the wrong way when I run into someone and I can find out within 10 seconds that you don't really have the common sense I have. And I'm like, mm, I'm kind of turned off to this situation. I feel that. So how'd you do it, Josiah? How'd you do it? I need coaching. I didn't do anything. I told you, it just happens. It just happens. Yeah. I'm supposed to wake up and be like, I got feelings for this. Spontaneous combustion. What just happens? Hey, apparently it's just a bell, you know, spontaneous. Sometimes it just happens like that. Immaculate conception, like what? <laughs> one minute so you're there, bro. So your situation, you feel like, like, yeah, this the one to settle down with, or this kind of like a, we, I'm still trying to find out if I want to settle down with her type of deal. No, nah, I think it's a wrap for me. I think this the one I'm settling down with. See, I don't, know how to, I don't know how to get to that point. I don't, I don't know how to get. Yeah. I can understand that because, of course, in the past, I've, you know, I was young and dumb, and I thought that, but. I'm taking the biggest baby steps right now, like the biggest, the biggest baby steps, just because some stuff that happened in the past. Like I was like, yo, okay, I kind of want to be single for like at least four to five years outside of my last relationship. That's been my goal. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I can't, you know, I haven't been, you know, peeping out in the process. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but. 
once it's once it's like, oof, like, cause I'm pretty like like I said I'm pretty sure like the retire the retirement is coming pretty soon, but like th- that soon is still filled with mad baby steps. <laughs> if you feel what I'm saying, yeah. I mean everybody got their own little path they got to go through. I think my retirement just came early just because I've been out here a little bit longer. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Cause I had said I said at 22 that I was gonna be single until I'm 26. <laughs> now I'm getting closer to 26, and I'm like, that's tomorrow. <laughs> Push back a little bit more. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just don't know how to get to that point, bro. Hey, like. I, people, people be single past their forties, bro. So, like, don't feel like you got a rush. Right. I don't think I. I don't think I. Well, it's not the Russian concept because I'm definitely not in a rush to get married or anything like that. But I think for me, my my biggest problem is I have envisioned in my mind probably a a maximum of two to three people I could see myself with and if it's not yeah. one of those three then I'm like mm, I don't really yeah, for sure for sure for, yeah, for sure. sure if it's not yeah I definitely feel that to the fullest extent yeah. <laughs> so, and then it'd be hard for me to carry on a conversation with someone hey, it like, it around the person yeah. that I thought is like okay let's just go kick it even farther back <laughs> no I definitely yeah. feel that one like I said I didn't think it was going to be her because especially because I've known her for a minute so it just came around one day. Yeah. Maybe we all find love like they find. Without love in a hopeless place. Please don't find love in a hopeless place. Don't do it today. Don't find love. It's always hating on love, bro. He's the anti-Cupid. I'm not the anti-Cupid. I just, I just simply don't understand how certain people get to the point. Hey, it's okay. I, I want the understanding for myself. Cause like I said, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to that point, Josiah. I just don't understand how you got to that point. So that's why. Okay. I just, it don't have to be now, bro. It just don't have to be now. Yeah, if I had it, to it remember, I give it to you, but I don't. Bro. I really don't know. <laughs> my roadmap is. Oh, uh, I lost my roadmap probably after day event, day one of the adventure. <laughs> Man, walking to the street, lost the roadmap. <laughs> I just been going, bro. Ain't no one taught me or told me nothing. Door to door, I see. All right, okay. Before we're going, we don't need roads. Keep <laughs> <laughs> going off the road. Oh my gosh. Anyways, people, this has been your boys, the Rogue, the Rogue Ones podcast. You already know how to find us. Instagram at Rogue. I'm just, what is our Instagram? It's been a minute. You know our Instagram by now. Anyway, you can hit us up on Instagram. Find me on Twitter. Find any of us on Facebook. You know how to reach us. Any questions, comments, concerns. If you got the keys to love and you want to know that me and Brandon know how to find it, hit us up in the DMs and we'll gladly uh, you know, take your coaching. Uh, I'm more than just an option. Hey, hey, hey. Just high any closing words? Yeah, we need to get this mouth podcast immediately. Having casting calls for a new number three. Uh, get us out of here, Chris. Get us out. <laughs> All right, guys, we out of here. Best see y'all next week. It's been a good one. Don't forget to go to SoundCloud. Check out our boy James LeBouye with the SoundCloud link. He just dropped a better me. It's on the way, and it's a banger. Next week, we are drop some more advertisement on every, every time we drop an episode. We're gonna drop some advertisement. So if y'all want y'all to be advertised, hit us in the DM, bro. And welcome to season three. We out. Uh-huh.